A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Well, hello there, fam, and all you beautiful little dot connectors out there that put your detective hat on every week and tune into this humble little podcast called Connect Those Dots, hosted by me, Joe, just an average, everyday, concerned citizen just like yourself that sees all the crazy things that are going on in our news cycle and in our current events week to week, day by day, minute to minute, really, how rapid and how nonstop and how just bombshell after bombshell after bombshell the news cycle is lately. And we try to make sense of it. We try to put everything in our in our vision, in our perception, and we try to see where the dots connect. Obviously, that's the name of the show, Connect Those Dots. But we need to identify what those dots are first so that we can ultimately connect them and see how they all synergize with each other. Usually, each episode, I kind of pick a broad topic, whether it be the climate change agenda, whether it be learning about how they're targeting and actively uh, going after the, the youth. But on this episode, instead of painting with a big, broad brush like we usually do and covering a lot of different things... I want to cover one specific sort of instance and a news story that broke recently, and I think it's really critical. I think it really needs to be identified. It really needs to be highlighted. It really needs to be talked about because this one story, this one instance branches and connects so many other dots that you probably never contemplated that were actually associated with this particular story. And... The story that I'm talking about is how under oath, Deputy Secretary of State Victoria Nuland, a person that, quite frankly, I've never actually heard of before since until this story broke, until she made herself a household name, by under oath admitting that the Ukraine houses several different bio-research labs, as she says, funded by the U.S., now, this is a critical thing. We're going to break it down. This is huge to be admitted. This is something that these type of people really like to keep under wraps. They're little nefarious little side projects and creepy things that they do outside of the United States borders. But we're going to break it down. I want to play you the clip of her actually saying it. And we're going to talk about it. 
So this is her answer when she's asked, is there bioweapons located in the Ukraine? Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities. So she's just asked, is there bioweapons in the Ukraine? Well, the Ukraine has biological research facilities that uh, cover a number of different initiatives. Let's go on with this blatant admission. Which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So she immediately flips it. So she catches herself there. She's like, oh man, I just sort of spilled the beans about these bio labs. Let me spin it real quick. Let me reverse engineer this admission that I just made under oath and say, oh, that, but the Russians are obviously definitely seeking to take over those bio labs. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. So that's quite an answer to a pretty uh, simple question. The question is, is there bioweapons in Ukraine? Then she just goes on a whole long tangent about, well, there's bioresearch facilities and we do a number of different things there, but oh, uh, the, the, the Russians might take it over and we want to make sure that the Russians don't take it over. But why, why were you having the bio labs in the first place? What were they there for in the first place? Remember, connect this dot to the obvious dot here. What about the Wuhan China bio lab, right? They make these bio labs. They play these germ games, as Bill Gates puts it. Germ games. And they always say it's for a humanitarian cause. It's to research viruses, create cures for potential viruses. And you know what they do there? They create viruses that they can create the cure for. So when she sits up there and, see, and she tells you that there's multiple biological research facilities that do a number of different things and have a number of different initiatives, that's just pillowy, sugar-coated talk for saying that, yeah, we create viruses and we uh, try to create the cure for them and we do a number of unholy, crazy, playing God-type activity there. This is what they do, folks. They play germ games. They use all their funding. They use all their R&D. They use all their influence and all their geopolitical power to sit there and play these germ games and create these viruses and create these scenarios about deadly pathogens and deadly pandemic-like uh, uh, situations. And th th this woman, Deputy Secretary of State Victoria Nuland, has just said it under oath. Let's play it one more time in entirety without me jumping into it. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which in fact we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of 
uh, Russian forces should they approach. So you can you can really hear her. She she understands that she made a no no in saying all that. She understands that she made a big old boo boo, a big old mistake, and her globalist overlords, her World Economic Forum handlers. Um, more than likely gave her quite a tongue lashing. She probably got punished from these people. She she got a stern talking to, I'm sure, for letting this big old cat out of the bag and having it hit in such mainstream news as it has. But the person asking her these questions, Marco Rubio, seems to really be uh seems to really be steering in her direction, helping her uh, right this ship right now. Because uh, listen to the question, listen to the follow-up question that he asks her after such a after such a crazy statement. Listen to this follow-up question. Does this sound like a person that is trying to get to the truth, or does this sound like a person that's trying to uh, push an agenda? If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian. Uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves my spider sense is going berserk I mean that's obvious projection that she's sitting here saying that it's a Russian technique to blame on somebody else what they're doing I mean this woman is, uh, I don't know where they found this woman. I, she's really not a good liar at all. I've, you see some slick talkers every now and then with these globalist types, you know, like Barack Obama and, you know, Joe Biden, even in his day, used to be a really slick talker. But this woman, Victoria Nuland, is uh, not the right person to spread your agenda. She's a pretty terrible liar, and you can really see right through her. It's obvious Russian technique um, to blame the nefarious deeds that you're up to on uh, your enemies. Sounds like what you're doing, pal. Isn't that exactly what you're doing? You just admitted that you have biolabs and you're saying that the Russians are going to use your biolabs to release bioweapons? But the funny thing about this whole thing is that all the mixed messages from the White House and the press secretary Saki saying that it's a conspiracy theory that there are bio labs and bioweapons and it's they don't exist. There's all this talk about they don't exist, they don't exist. But this woman, Victoria Nuland, has under oath admitted it. And I'm just saying bravo, Victoria Nuland. I don't know if you're a double agent or what, but thank you very much for giving validity to this so-called conspiracy theory. It's Russian disinformation. It's a conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, well, one of your big muckety-mucks, one of your people with the big titles over there, Victoria Nuland, Deputy Secretary of State, uh, just told us that they, in fact, do exist. So is she a Russian agent? Is she a disinformationist? Is she a conspiracy theorist? So this is all of the double-speak, triple-speak quadruple speak, octo speak. There's no such thing as bioweapons. There's no such thing as biolabs. Okay, there are biolabs, but there's no harmful material there. There's no, there's nothing that could cause a pandemic, but we have to make sure that we close down the biolabs because the Russians might take them over and release a 
deadly pathogen. So you originally told me that it's a conspiracy theory that the biolabs exist. Then you got outed, you got exposed, so you had to backtrack and be like, oh, there are biolabs, but we're just, we're just creating cures there. We're just, we're just the good guys and we're just doing everything in our power to, uh, to, to, to help the world with our secret biolabs in the Ukraine, funded by America. But then you tell me Russia is going to take over those biolabs and potentially release something deadly upon the public, but you just told me that there's nothing deadly located there. But the Russians are going to go there and do all sorts of re-engineering and reverse engineering. But, you, but we started this off with you telling me that the labs don't exist. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you thought that I think that I thought I was once. It just goes back to everything that we're experiencing. You can tie this sort of psychology and uh, mind state and mind warping to everything that you see in the world. From the 15 days to slow the spread, to the you only have to wear a mask for a little bit, to there, oh, there's never going to be a vaccine passport, to all oh, the inflation uh, isn't Biden's fall and it's it's going to go away. Then it becomes, oh, the, 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 the inflation's not going to go away and it's, and it's Putin's fault. And, uh, but it's okay because you're, it's going to help against man-made climate change. Oh, you're not as dumb as you look. It's all always that once it, once it's exposed, once it's been brought to light, once they can't hide it anymore, they disavow it and diminish it as a so-called conspiracy theory. Then when it gets enough traction and when it actually gets implemented, they say it's good for you. They say it's a good thing. Just like there would never be vaccine passports. But now the vaccine passports are here and they're good for you. Just like the vaccines don't hurt you and they're safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. But people are getting adverse reactions to them. Just like when they said over and over again at nauseum, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated. Meanwhile, statistics showed that the hospitals were full of people who had taken the injection. So it's constant with this stuff. This is how the cycle works. It's very blatant and obvious at this point. And with this biolab revelation, it's right in your face. It's exposed. It's on the nose. It's as obvious as it gets. And they are scrambling to spin this story. Kind of reminds me too of the uh, Hunter Biden laptop scandal, which once it was discovered... Once it had finally been exposed and brought to light, the entire mainstream media in unison said that it's Russian disinformation, it's hacked, it's a fake Russian disinformation, Russian conspiracy, yada, yada. This is exactly what they're saying now with this biolab stuff because it's now exposed. They're saying that it's Russian disinformation. But what happened recently with the Hunter Biden laptop? We were told what we already knew to be fact, that the laptop does, in fact, exist and holds a bunch of incriminating imagery and emails and messages. I haven't looked at the laptop, but it's now confirmed that it does exist. So we're now confirmed. It's the same cycle. It's a conspiracy theory. It doesn't exist until it does exist. And then you were vind- you, you, you realize that you were vindicated all along from the jump when you initially heard about these stories. And who knows how they're going to try and spin 
this Hunter Biden thing. They're going to be like, oh, Hunter Biden's a victim of his privacy being breached or whatever. Meanwhile, they don't give a damn about your privacy. They want to know everything about your medical records. They spy on you with the phone 24-7. They listen to you with the Amazon Alexa. They got the smart coffee machines now that know when you wake up and have a fresh cup of coffee brewed for you. Oh, for your convenience. Meanwhile, it's watching you and knows your schedule and listens to you and has actual advanced AI that keeps like tabs on you. But all of a sudden, when it suits them, they're going to say, oh, we care about privacy and oh, poor Hunter Biden, he's a victim of his privacy being breached. That's probably how they're going to spin it. That's just my prediction for it. But back to Hunter Biden and how he connects to these biolabs that are now admitted on record by Victoria Nuland, it's not a conspiracy. It's not Russian disinformation. So as many of these media hacks come out, like The the View and Sean Hannity even on Fox and Mark Levin telling you that it's Russian disinformation and it doesn't exist. So Mark Levin, who's some sort of he poses himself as the, the this conservative godfather, this truth seeker, this anti-authoritarian figure. He's saying the same exact things as they're saying on The View. He's saying the same things that they're saying on NMSNBC. He's saying the same exact things as all of the Mockingbird media. And I'll play you a compilation of all of that in, in a second, but I want to just sort of cap this off with the Hunter Biden thing. Hunter Biden has business ventures in Ukraine with a shell company called Rosemont Syndica. And they are tied to the funding of these Ukrainian biolabs. So first, it's Russian misinformation and the biolabs don't exist. And you're a treasonist if you say that they do exist. And now we're at the point where, oh, wow, Hunter Biden was actually invested in these so-called fake biolabs that don't exist. So this is just how insulting it is. This is how stupid they think you are, that they can tell you a hundred different contradictory things all at once and make you believe, I don't know, something? What do they even want you to believe anymore? They don't want you to believe anything anymore. They just want you to shut up and endure and take every corrupt, behind-closed-doors, stealthy, insidious scheme that they're up to but uh let's let's switch our gears back to those media jackals that i was talking to you about like the people on the view like people like mark levin and the obvious usual suspects cnn's msnbc's all those types trying to spin this and say that if you say that the biolabs exist, the admitted biolabs, the under oath admitted biolabs by the deputy secretary of state, if you say that they exist, even though that they're admitted, they say that you're a Russian disinformationist and a conspiracy theorist. This is how far we've gone. This is how deep-seated and deep-rooted that the brain control mind washing goes. I mean, this is how deep it goes. An accredited, titled member of the government can admit something and then the media can say that it doesn't exist. And if you say that it exists, you're X, Y, and Z. 
And this whole frenzy started when Tulsi Gabbard, a former senator, and she's, she's actually a registered Democrat, but she's really just a common sense human being. I don't think a Democrat or a Republican even exists anymore. I don't look at that type of stuff anymore. I just see, are you saying logical, critical thinking, actual research-based information? Are the, the points that you're making, are they rooted in fact and credibility? That's what I look at. There's either you're, at this point, you're either completely in a trance or you get it, or you're breaking out of the trance. It's one or the other. You're, you're, you're in the trance, you're breaking out of the trance, or you've snapped out of the trance completely and you, you're a dot connector. Tulsi Gabbard is certainly a dot connector. Here's what she said about the admitted Ukrainian bio labs. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 US funded bio labs in Ukraine. According to the US government, these bio labs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling. And these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will quickly spread all throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. So in order to protect the American people, the people of Europe, the people around the world, these labs need to be shut down immediately and the pathogens that they hold need to be destroyed. What she said is like completely reasonable, but when you're completely reasonable, when you're completely logical, when you're completely uh, supported by the actual facts, you're a Russian disinformationist, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're racist, you're ever, you're any sort of ist that they can throw at you when the flavor of the month hits for that type of ist, whether it be race ist, conspiracy ist, conspiracy theorist, disinformation ist, whenever they can throw an ist at you, they're going to use it and all of these people are going to join along and just sing in the chorus of whatever ist you are. It's really unfortunate, but I'm going to play you two clips from two different shows with two very different demographics. The first clip is going to be from The View, which is obvious mainstream media, mind control, turn your brain off, turn your brain into gook. Just a bunch of bimbos talking about nothing. They know nothing. And they're just completely just, just, just insufferable. But I'm going to play you a clip from them. And then the second clip I'm going to play you is basically saying the same thing, but in different words from a very different audience target. Mark Levin on Fox News, he does a show uh, every Sunday night. And he's supposedly Mr. Free Speech Advocate, Mr. America, Mr. Anti-Authoritarianism. And uh, he sits there and is basically uh, in agreement with The View. So here we go, two clips, The View first, and then right into Mark Levin. Talking about how people who actually state facts are 
conspiracy theorists. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really weird. I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. In fact, I remember when Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. and I even hate that we're discussing it because I think to myself, who is this woman? Yeah. They used to arrest people for doing stuff like this. If they thought you were uh, colluding with a Russian agent, if they thought you were putting out information or taking information and handing over to Russia. Yeah. They used to actually investigate stuff like this, and I guess now, you know, there seems to be no bars. There's been a phony story about American biotech centers there to develop weapons and so forth, and of course, the Putin wing of the Republican Party and the Putin wing of the media and the Putin wing of the Democrat Party, they're all over it. Mark Levin should be a guest on The View and they can talk about all sorts of Russian agents and fake Russian disinformation and how the bio labs don't exist. And how they can say, oh, Victoria Nuland, she's a, she's a Russian disinformationist too. She's the first one that said that the bio labs exist. Matter of a fact, while we're at it, <laughs> Victoria Nuland doesn't even exist at all. She's not even a human being. She's a mythical creature. If you say that she was a person that existed in this world, that means you're a Russian disinformationist too. Do you see how pathetic it is from one spectrum to the other? You can't get any sort of realism out there anymore. Everything's a fiction. Everything is a mixed up pile of just nonsense that's force fed into the brains of the masses. But not us. Not us here on Connect Those Dots. We actually sit at the adult table and we critically think about things and we contemplate the actual realities of these situations. And you know what the reality of the situation is? Other countries that already don't like America, they've heard about these biolabs and they ain't saying that they don't exist. They're holding the US accountable and they want answers. Here is uh, Zhao Li Yan, who is the Chinese foreign ministry spokesman. This is the guy that handles all of the foreign affairs for China. Here's what he thinks about the fake bio labs that don't exist. Recently, the U.S. biological labs in Ukraine have indeed attracted much attention. According to reports, in these facilities, a large quantity of dangerous viruses are stored. Russia has found during its military operations that the U.S. uses these facilities to conduct military plans. According to data released by the U.S., it has 26 labs in Ukraine. The U.S. has 336 labs in 30 countries under its control. The U.S. has also conducted many biological military activities in Fort Detrick. What is the true intention of the U.S.? What has it done specifically? The international community has long held doubts. Once again, we urge the U.S. to give a full account of its biomilitary activities at home and abroad and accept multilateral verification. Does that sound like fake biolabs that don't exist? And that was the translator translating for the uh, spokesman of international foreign affairs. 
And he just went down the entire list. He's talking about how the U.S. has history with bioweapons labs. And uh, if there's anybody that should know about bioweapons labs, it's China. So China's like, wow, you, you did bioweapons labs with us. I wonder what else, what other bio labs you haven't told me about. I thought we were your bio labs uh, partner over here. <laughs> you know, it's a little jealousy over here. Why does Ukraine get a bio lab? I thought we were the bio labs people. So China is holding America accountable and so is Russia. Here's the Russian foreign affairs ambassador basically calling out the U.S. on this blatant admission by Victoria Nuland. And I'm telling you, Victoria Nuland probably is not having fun uh, after these recent comments because everybody's got their number now about their creepy biological research facilities right out of science fiction horror movies and Resident Evil and zombie films. That's where these things happen, folks. They happen at these billion trillion dollars secret underground research facilities that's how the apocalypse has happened it's not going to happen through you driving a car and contributing to so-called man-made climate change it's going to happen through these people's crazy selfish experiments where they want to play god but at least russia is going to hold people accountable I don't know if Russia's making bioweapons too, who knows, but at least they're holding the people that actually admit to it accountable. Here's the Russian foreign affairs ambassador. United States of America, there was a statement made by the deputy secretary of state, Victoria Nuland, leave no doubt, will no, we'll not leave an opportunity for Washington to keep silence this time. We remember how many years and also their their attempts uh, while spilling blood to find biological and chemical weapons throughout the world while in fact occupying killing people they were looking in the wrong place we have found instead of you we have found your own products we have found your biological material it was developed primarily for military purposes. As it turns out, it was all happening in Ukraine. What were you doing there? It's a different continent. It has no borders with you. There are no bases of yours. What were they doing there under the guise of scientific research? Your specialist, among others, on a regular basis, they were giving instructions to the Ukrainian side as to the purposes of their studies involved. Now, considering that we have the evidence that cannot be refuted, we demand that you provide details. The world must know. Who cares if a bioweapon gets released? All you gotta do is wear a mask and uh, give your kid a fourth booster. <laughs> Anthony Fauci, what are you doing here? You should wear a mask. But no, for real, if uh, I could be serious for a second, what that Russian ambassador just said is completely reasonable, is completely valid, is completely just logical and puts accountability first. Why are your facilities here? In the Ukraine of all places, it has no borders with you, has no, it's nowhere near you. What are you doing? It's, but, it, but it's in Russia's backyard. Ukraine has borders with Russia. 
So obviously they would have curiosity about, whoa, why, what's the U.S.? All the way in the U.S., they got stuff going on over here. And it's, what? It's, it's bio research labs? So Mark Levin, uh, the bimbos on The View, like Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Joy Behar and all, the other, all those other women that I don't know their names, uh, people like, like Sean Hannity too, who's saying that it's a, a Russian conspiracy theory that the labs exist, uh, people like, like Mitt Romney and obviously all the usual suspects like the CNNs and the MSNBCs and Microsoft, NBC, MSNBC funded by Bill Gates, Microsoft, NBC, let go, go speak with the Russian and Chinese ambassadors and then tell them to their faces that you're a conspiracy theorist and it's Russian disinformation and the bio labs don't exist. If you're so sure, if you did the research and you know all the facts and you're so smart, go have a, a real adult conversation with people who are actually major players in this stuff. But they never will. They never will because they're all told what to say. And that's the true tragedy here. That's the true tragedy of the media in this country is that you're never, ever going to get a straight story. You're going to be told lie upon lie upon lie upon lie until, until the point where you cannot recognize truth anymore because of all the lies that you've been told and because of all the lies that you've believed. Whenever you're now confronted with a lie, you're going to immediately accept it as the truth because you've been trained and you've been habituated to believe lies so now you're conditioned that whenever a lie is given to you as the truth, you will accept it as the truth. And you won't bother looking into the validity of it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to uh, believe Mark Levin and The View? And then months from now, when it comes out, in the mainstream publications, and it's going to say, U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. Just like with the Hunter Biden laptop, just like with the vaccine passport, just like with the 15 days to stop the spread, everything that was a conspiracy and a misinformation job in the past, and then months down the road, they have to take back everything that they said and retract everything that they said was a, fa a, a false theory, a false conspiracy theory, the term that they just love to use so much, conspiracy. Unbelievable how they've demonized the word conspiracy. People don't even know what the word means anymore. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. But that's what they've done with the fake mockingbird news that all say the same things, with the shows like The View and Trevor Noah and Howard Stern and all of these things. You don't even know what words mean anymore. They've controlled the language and distorted the view of the language that whenever the average person hears the word conspiracy, they automatically think, oh, fake falsehood, nonsense, lie. But the definition of the word conspiracy is just when two or more people get together to execute a certain goal. It could be as big as so-called world domination and conspiring together to make a biolab, or it could be as small as me and my wife tonight are conspiring together to go to the movies and go out to dinner. Conspiracy. That's 
the broad spectrum of a so-called conspiracy, what the actual definition of the word is. But you're obviously not here for a vocab quiz. You know what the word conspiracy means. You're a dot connector. You're on the right track. You look into things for yourself and you don't take things at face value. And that's why they hate you. And that's why they call you names. That's why they call you ist. Because they hate that you think for yourself. They hate that you don't believe their lies. They hate that you're just not another sheep in the herd. That's why they gotta jump through so many hoops. That's why they gotta call you so many names and change their story dozens of times. Well, that's good. That's a badge of honor and you should wear it proudly. Because if we were all as suggestible and all as malleable as they think we are, then there'd really be no shot of overcoming this. So really pat yourself on the back and thank God every day that you're not just another one of these little antenna bots, these little minions of the false narratives and little programmable robots just waiting for the next fake narrative update so they can worship it and live by it. Yes, master. Thank God every day that you have been given discernment and you've been given a conscious and you've been given a memory and you've been given critical thinking because in the world that we live in it's becoming a rarer and rarer breed we are an endangered species for real but always be proud of that and always be appreciative of that because ultimately you're going to be on the right side of history when all is said and done no matter what happens. Can I get an amen? amen? Would you look at that? We went a whole show without mentioning Klaus Schwab. Right, please, sir. Good job, Joe, good job. Miracles actually do happen. Not sure if I'll be able to say that about the next episode, though. But who am I kidding? I don't even know what I'm gonna do next episode. The world's so crazy and things move so fast, you, you never know where you're gonna cover week to week. But until then, I'm gonna tell you like I always tell you, God bless. Peace out, and never stop connecting those dots. dots. dots.